kidding. Hey, I'm Carla, mom of two, living in the burbs. And I'm Meg, professional photographer living in San Francisco. This is Who Are We Kidding? A podcast about fumbling your way through life with rad friends and stiff drinks. Okay, well guys, welcome to episode 14. Um, this we've decided to call Summer Lovin'. <laughs> and um, I'll spare you the rest of my horrible singing. And just... What if uh, I was all, I won't. <laughs> oh God. We just did like this epic, really bad rendition of Grease. It'd be kind of awesome. I think everyone would enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um but Meg and I thought it would be fun to sort of check in last summer at the end of summer. We did sort of a post summer uh, like check in. Yeah. yeah. And instead this year, we thought it would be fun to talk about our summer plans instead. Cause it just started. So Meg, what are your summer plans? Okay. My summer is kind of strange this year. It's like a lot different than it has been in the past few years. Um, I think this might be like the first time in my nine years of having a photography business that I might have an actual like feeling of summer in the middle of the summer. Nice. <laughs> and it's because of a few things. So like there was some interesting stuff with booking this year and a lot of like weddings kind of either front loaded. So I've been I've been in the thick of the busyness and then it picks up again in fall. But in July and a lot of August, I have very few weekends booked. Nice. Yeah. That's it's so good. Kind of nuts. So it's it's been so busy that it's fine, you know, just like sock away a little bit of money and like, you know, hope to have some time to chill once things slow down. Um, but it, yeah, it's kind of funny. I'm like simultaneously so excited to feel like this this might feel like a little bit of a of a summer break and then simultaneously a little bit like wait did I sock away enough money like can I cover the second quarter taxes that are due tomorrow like <laughs> yeah because you're like I'm always working every weekend of the summer like this can't be right yeah totally it's super weird um, I was talking to my friend Christine about it the other day and she said a super funny thing she was like oh well that'll be interesting to see because I feel like basically every summer you are in grad school and you write a dissertation <laughs> just disappear yeah which I have no idea what that's like I never went to grad school but she did so maybe she can identify it um so anyway I guess um a lot of my summer plans will be spent editing the stuff that I've been shooting um that's the less exciting portion <laughs> yeah <laughs> sit at your desk a bunch in the heat okay? yeah totally well I'm probably knowing this city will get fog rolling in any second oh, okay. it's a kind of sunny okay. now so sit at your desk in the fog and then we'll see how plans pan out, but Craig and I will celebrate our 12-year anniversary in August, so maybe Woo. we'll go on a vacation. <laughs> oh, I like that idea a lot. Yeah, have totally. You guys, you guys go on little trips, but have you guys like flown somewhere far together? Only one time this whole time. We went to Mexico. Okay. Years That's, ago. You need to do that again. I know. It's kind of nuts to have been together that long. And we take road trips a lot. We've taken tons of road trips. But yeah. I think we've only been on a plane together that one time. It was really funny. I remember looking at him and being like, whoa, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fun. Yeah. So we'll see. Um I think that's about it. Mostly I'm going to try to come up and see you guys and have a pool day and just be like, hey, it's actually summer. 
I love it. Yeah. What oh, about man. you? What What are you guys up to? Um. Well, I always joke that like it was the last day of school and I was so excited for summer, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, summer, you know, and I was looking over one of the other moms and I'm like, I don't know why I'm so excited because I still have to work. Like, right, right. It's like, oh, yay. Now my kids are going to be home while I try to do my job. Like, I don't know why. I thought that was. Oh, there you've nailed it. My biggest fear. Like, it's, it's, um, it's okay. Like, I'm so lucky because I have a job that's flexible and I can make it work and I can take a chunk out of the middle of the day to go to the pool. Like, you know. I'm spoiled. So I'm not trying to bitch about having a job and, (laughs) and having kids because, you know, overall, it's really great. But there is like a, there's like the ideal of summer. And then there's like the reality of summer. So, you know, I in my mind, it's like, we're gonna have all this time to do all these things even though I still have to like vacuum and make phone calls and, you know, like do all my normal life and keep my kids, you know, alive and entertained extra, (laughs) you know, (laughs) so it's like, especially that older one, he wants some activities. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. He, he, he enjoys a cruise director. Oh my God. Oh my God. Summertime cruise. (laughs) Yeah. So, and then there's like, I read somewhere once, you only have 18 summers with your kid and that like Who made me fucking wanna... wrote that. I don't yeah. Know, but no. it's like I you can't unlearn it. So then there's like this frantic feeling of wanting to like make every summer magical. Get like... out of here with that sentence and whoever wrote it. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to unlearn it for you right now. <laughs> okay. We're going to take a little break on this podcast. First of all, it's not true. <laughs> because right. you don't even have 18 summers with them because they don't want to hang out with you when they're teenagers. That's true. The whole great. That's even worse. No, it's not worse because you don't want to hang out with them when they're teenagers. I almost guarantee it. And then they'll like get into their 20s and they'll start to be cool. And they'll be like, hey, it's summertime. Want to go on a trip? Can I take you out to lunch for a change? Like, it'll be cool, you know? (laughs) I like this is really positive thinking. I like it. All right. (laughs) I'm bringing it around town with some like good ideas on that. Yeah, so that so I get a little like freaked out about trying to get it just right, you know. Yeah, it's uh, still understandable. But, you know, whatever. And there's like so not enough money to really make that happen either. Mm. Like and not that you need um money to make magical memories. I I <laughs> do not believe that at all. But when you sit down and you think you dream up like, "Oh gosh, and wouldn't it be great if we could go on a two-week vacation and you know, all the, you know, take them to, I don't know, some amusement park or what, like it, freaking summer camp. Holy crap. Like, wait, what does summer camp run these days? Is it like a million dollars? Is that what we're at right now? <laughs> Feels like it. <laughs> no, there's like really wide range and we don't go to the fancy one. So it's not outrageous, but it's just an expense to consider. Yeah. Like, um, oh, a week of camp that's not spend away or anything. And it's just like classic camp, like archery and lanyards and stuff. Lanyards. Yeah. But like he loves it. It's really cool, but it's not fancy. It's like 150 bucks. Okay. So, um, you know, it's doable. It's just that if you start tacking those on to all your other stuff, you're like, whoa, okay. 
Yeah, totally. I had a little bit of that feeling with my summer plans when I thought like, I'm actually going to have an expanse here of, you know, like four weeks or so without a wedding, which is rare this time of year. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then I was like, actually, (laughs) all those things I named are a lot of money. And I'm probably only going to be able to do like one of them. (laughs) Right, right. So there's definitely some like editing of the summer dream when it comes to the budget, but it's not too bad. But um. I feel like the one thing for me that I've noticed with summer is that it's at the exact same time really long and way too short. Yeah. So it's like you start to like look at the calendar and be like, okay, school's coming back, right? Like they're going to, you know, like this is just a lot. Um, And you'd be, you're ready for school to come back in one regard just because it's exhausting but then on the other side you're like but we didn't do this yet we didn't do that and we're gonna you know and I have to get up early and make lunches <laughs> you know so it's like this weird feeling so this year I'm trying to be really good about checking off some of the stuff that we really want to do earlier so I don't feel like frantic like cram it all in yeah totally I remember my mom getting really like sad in the fall when we all had to go back to school like she you know my mom doesn't like yeah a lot of like schedule structure it kind of sure (laughs) so we were like we'd be jumping back into that portion of life and she'd be like no (laughs) it is brutal and the re-entry is really brutal like once you get back in the groove of school it's fine but like oh those first days when you have to get up early and like they have to be all like Mm. dressed and packed and out the door and you're just like why I get that feeling at the start of my wedding season like it's like re I don't know like you shoot all year long but for some reason shooting a wedding is different than shooting a portrait shoot or something it's just a different feeling you're like the, the first couple weekends you do it you go off and you're like this is like 10 hours and I'm like carrying more gear than I ever carry and I have to like there's something so like easy and kind of relaxed about a portrait shoot and there's such a timeline to a wedding it's so funny you just like it's it's the same thing you're like here's the structure I have to deal with and be creative within it yeah so yeah I don't I I get that a little earlier in the spring Uh, yeah you have you have it in the summer it's crazy yeah Yeah, but (laughs) Overall, it's really good. I was laughing. I was telling my mom I want to write an article about how a new workout that I'm developing called Take Small Children to a Body of Water. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys look out for that. All right, you guys. Hey, summer workout, everyone. (laughs) It's coming coming to the internet near you. Get your summer body. Um, I bet there's sprinting involved. It's a full body workout. There is... (laughs) you you leave no muscle behind (laughs) your obliques will be tore up (laughs) I mean we're talking cardio strength training you're gonna get your 10,000 steps in the first half hour I mean it is you're dialed perfect so you know you just you don't even have to worry about an exercise regimen for this time of year yeah I'm just letting her go bill I'm calling putting a three-year-old in sunscreen my warm-up. Oh, yeah. That's like um, yoga stretches because they try to oh, run away from you. Oh, it's incredible. <laughs> it's like power <laughs> yoga. They're in every direction. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I But I really do, in my heart of hearts, love, love summer. And um, it's kind of one of those fun things where when you don't, have kids 
summers, just whatever, especially if you just have a normal job because it just sort of comes and goes. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel um, that different. Yeah. But when you have kids, at least it, you know, like you're living vicariously. There's like all this nostalgia and reason to go to the pool every day and do summer stuff with like more zeal than I would on my own. Yeah, that's true. I forget to do some of that stuff, um, you know, not having kids and just with the amount of like the workload that I usually have this time of year. But I do kind of like I found myself this year, like putting a little extra pressure on it. Like I kind of kept thinking like, hey, you never have a July like this. Like you better (laughs) do something with it. You know what I mean? No, see, Uh. that's like the 18 summers. Fuck that. It is. It's my own version of the 18 summers. And, And like really realistically, like. I've picked up a bunch of other shoots. There's like commercial ones. They're in the middle of the week and stuff. Like it's, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. You got to let the, you have to let the pressure go and try to maybe do more of like, look at your week and go, okay, I can take this day completely off and I'm just going to take it off and do whatever I want. Even if it means like watching Netflix all day and never getting out of my pajamas. Yeah, totally. That'd be a pretty sick day. And then meanwhile, I talked to Craig about it and he's like, I have a Monday through Friday job. What are you even talking about? Summer is exactly the same as it always is. Plus the temperature never changes in San Francisco. (laughs) Right. You don't quite get that. Maybe, maybe anybody out on like the East coast or other areas where there's actually seasons. They right. might have a totally different take on summer than we do. Yeah. I mean, we have the heat, but it's not, um, the weather is still not extreme. Like the other day we had. Just wait though, because um, with the current administration, just, just oh, hang yeah. on, That's just hang true. on. It'll... <laughs> it's getting more and more It'll get better. extreme by the day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have oceanfront property. Pretty soon. Oh, I know. Totally. Like you started out an hour away from the beach, but just yeah. give the GOP like yeah, another couple time. years, you know? Coal's back, ocean's nearby. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm sorry. That's another summer plan. Oh my God. Just calling senators all day that. Yeah. I'm trying not to call the ones that aren't mine, but you know, I sometimes try to sneak one in, like just because I'm mad. I'm so mad. I know we're not (laughs) all them, but I'm so mad. (laughs) We're not supposed to call them, right? I keep hearing that. That's like the rule. Yeah. Yeah, we're not supposed to call them. But. We can call ours and we can urge the people who have those ones to call them. And I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Summer 2017. We started out with a Grease theme song and now we're at I don't even know anymore. It's just so damn frustrating. <laughs> This summer, my plan is to watch congressional hearings all day long. <laughs> yeah. And then comment about them on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to get into arguments with uncles and aunts. <laughs> oh, my God. Because that totally works. Yeah. <laughs> this summer, I'm going to oh try to God. change everyone's mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> summer 2017, changing hearts and minds. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. All right. Well that's like the, the that's the uh the basic shape of the summer for us, right? Okay. We're gonna try yes. to keep the kids busy. We're gonna try to enjoy a weird middle of the summer break while still maintaining yeah. work. Um why what the fuck was that? Did Skype just try to send you a card? No. Sorry, now I'm gonna have to edit this part out or just leave it in, but like you know how we try to keep everything quiet while we're recording? <laughs> yeah. This weird little like cartoon just flashed up on the screen. Skype sent you a card. Fuck you, Skype. Yeah, I don't, We're busy. I don't want it. I have things to do. Oh, my God. 
All right. Well, basic, basic summer structures in place. So then we thought from here, you know, um, after we've complained about how we only get a few summers and the GOP is ruining everything, we wanted to continue to keep it light with like just a whole bunch of our favorite segments. <laughs> yes. And, and <laughs> I don't think we took it too dark. Mostly summer's awesome. We did just say, I don't even know what to I, do anymore. Okay. But that's been well, no different for like a year and a half. Yeah. So it's like fine. at this point, that's just the new normal. That's just like the baseline thing that's happening while you're swimming at the pool. Like it's just, it's always kind of right here near your face. Just like the world is coming to an end. Yeah. And then you yeah, just yeah. have to keep keep on trucking like that fabulous lady Anna Marie Cox that has the rad podcast with friends like these she calls her when people ask her how she is she says in Trump adjusted terms I am I yes and then answers I the like question that. yeah it's, like it's an excellent qualifier yeah. that's my summer in Trump adjusted <laughs> terms I am fan fucking task <laughs> all right okay Meg so this is a really good summer one yeah read watch listen what what's the plan what should we read watch and listen okay uh for reading i am sorry i'm about to keep you on your computer here (laughs) but my reading this time around is actually oh no there's two there's two components to it this lady has a book okay Yeah, two books yeah remember that blog called the blogus yes the blogus Maybe that's how you're supposed to say it, probably. She's like the mother of blogging. She's so fucking funny. Okay, so this summer, when you're sitting at your computer and you just can't look at another fucking email, open your browser and type in Jenny Lawson, the bloggist. <laughs> okay, let's and do it. And then get ready to laugh so hard that your stomach hurts. Yeah, the other day I was like, hey, you know what I wish there were more of? Two books by Jenny Lawson called Furiously Happy... And let's pretend this never happened. And I've already read both of them twice. So I can't really go in on a third reading, like at least for a little while. Right. I mean, she needs to get on her third here. Okay. So she has a third one, but it's not a (gasps) novel. So I typed her name in and I, I was like, I totally forgot this lady has a blog. Like I can just read her blog and be, you know, like just as entertained. She posts all the time. They're so funny. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't read any of her stuff, it, it's like I said, it's called Let's Pretend This Never Happened. And the you second have to book, read it yeah. and you will cry tears. Yeah. Of joy of laughter. Oh, it's one of the funniest things I've ever read. And then you think, well, this can't get funnier. And then she wrote a book called Furiously Happy. And it's like funnier. It like encapsulates funny at least. <laughs> yeah. It encapsulates like that perfect sense of neuroses and like an insanity and creativity that just makes someone like fucking hilarious. Um, so yeah, she has a third book out. It's not like a novel, but it's, it's called you are here. And I think what I've gathered from it so far is it's like illustrations and like a funny little workbook. Like you can tear the pages out. Oh yeah. I think it's a coloring book technically or like you can color it. Totally. Yeah. Um, that's perfect for summer though. Totally. So everyone go to her website and get that and just read your blog. It's really funny. So that's my read. Um, Apparently, I'm on with the funny tip still. The Watch. Have you seen that show on Viceland called Jesus and Marrow? No. It's <laughs> it's like. <laughs> oh, God. Look, she can't even describe it without no, laughing. I I'm so excited. It's, it's so fucking funny. Okay. Imagine two guys that have been friends forever are probably okay. stoners. They're pretty young. 
they are from the East Coast, African-American dudes, like best rapport ever. I don't know what they were doing before, maybe a, like an online show, but they have this show that Viceland picked up and that's their names. I think I'm saying it right. Jesus and Marrow. Um, and they basically like sit in a room and just like run down a list of current events or kind of like social media moments or funny memes. And they give you a quick breakdown of the news and then they just talk shit on it. Oh, my God. I it, love it. It, like, destroys me. It's so funny. And, in fact, I was trying to watch it for a while, and then somehow Comcast got more evil and took away our Viceland channel. <sighs> and I became the, like, white lady that needs to talk to the supervisor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. I was her. Yeah. You, you were her. <laughs> I so was her. Watch and I got Viceland back. Good for you. They would be happy to hear that that was why. Yeah, because of that show. I don't even really care what else is on it. The entire network is fantastic, but Jesus and Marrow, I went to bat for him because I've never laughed so hard in my life except for maybe at the bloggers. Um, So that's the watch. Everyone call Comcast and demand the Viceland channel. Okay. Um, And now I'm going to bring it down to a really sad place. My listen (laughs) is every Allman Brothers song. Craig Allman passed away like what, last week or something? I think it was about a week ago. Oh, fuck. Like, I I don't know. I usually don't cry about like celebrity things like that. David Bowie got me. Greg Allman got me. And so I had to pull out all of his albums and just listen to him while I tried to edit and cry. (laughs) Oh, some of the most beautiful beautiful music music, though yeah so in particular that song um please call home is one of my favorites Uh, i think it's on idlewild south and then that whole album eat a peach brothers and sisters all of them it's and it's really good summer music too yeah i was gonna say it's perfect like summer soundtrack totally i remember listening to it at on every like mixtape for the river we ever (laughs) made my god i love it yeah. it's so river music for it is sure. river music and i'm i'm yeah poor one out for greg allman i miss him oh, <laughs> like nice. i hung out with him <laughs> it's all right he's amazing you can still miss him yeah okay what's your uh read watch listen okay so my read is salt fat acid heat it's awesome. technically a cookbook but it is a cookbook that you read um like the first half is um, and education and then the second half are recipes oh those are dope because I usually just read them and then I never make anything so that's like the perfect cookbook for me yeah all I don't ever I <laughs> I read cookbooks cover to cover like novels and then I don't I and then I just cook um, <laughs> and I guess like by osmosis you know no I that's not true so I do use my cookbook sometimes for baking because I'm not a good like memorizer of proportions for baking yeah um, but otherwise I don't I have a huge cookbook collection, but I don't use them all that much. This one will make you a better cook. I promise. Oh, like, I want it. Cool. Um, so, Some of the stuff for me was just like explaining the science behind stuff that I already knew to do. And it just sort of reminded me like, oh, yeah, this is why we do this. Um, it gave me like a whole better understanding of how to branch out into different kinds of cuisines because it's like yeah it's really beautifully illustrated there's all these cool tables that help you understand like well if you want to make um asian food you know southeast asian food you're going to use this kind of oil and these kind of seasoning it sort of like gives you sort of the vocabulary you need for each region 
So you're not starting blind. Yeah, that can be really hard to like cross into. That's hard for me to cross into kind of different like, um, like cooking or something. You get used to what you know. So totally. And for me, like I feel totally comfortable in like Mediterranean and like new American cooking, but branching out from that, I feel like I have to follow a recipe militantly because I Mm. don't really know. And so she's sort of like her whole thing is just breaking you out of having to do that. So it's awesome. Even if you think you're like the best cook ever, you'll learn something like get it. And if you're like a newbie, but you really want to cook and it's not intimidating, like it's really good. I I'm super impressed. So get that. It's good. Cool. I would totally Um, pick that up. Yeah, I highly recommend it. It's awesome. And then watch. I really liked the second season of Master of None. That one's on Netflix. The first season's really good, too. It's Aziz Ansari's, I guess you would call it a sitcom, but it's, I don't know, sometimes more dramatic and sometimes funny. It sort of goes in between. And he he plays a character not too far from himself, but it's not him. And, um, <laughs> you know, like he has a different life, but it's sort of he's an actor in it. So it's not like some huge stretch. Do you know if he's one of the writers of that show? Like, did he, he create is. it or something? Yeah, it's it was like good. totally his show. Um, he he and his friend write it. I, his name, his friend's name escapes me right now. Alan something. Um, but... I really love the second, the first half of the second season, especially because he goes to Italy to learn how to make pasta. (laughs) And I just love, he does each episode like in a different Italian, classic Italian film style. Like one is like a (laughs) Fellini film. Like, so. Oh, that's funny. I I didn't know it was like, so I thought it was a little bit more of a sitcom structure than that. Yeah, no. I think the first season was a little more straightforward. Um, and the second season, they played around a lot more. I didn't love the last episode, um, just as a warning. But it's totally <laughs> worth it to watch. Any- like, it's really fun and entertaining. Jason and I sort of blew through them, and then we're like, well, now what are we going to watch? So <laughs> if you haven't already seen it, I recommend that one. It's a fun summer one, especially the first ones that will just make you want to pick up and go to Italy as soon as possible. I kind of always want to do that for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> Live vicariously. Yeah. Summer plans. <laughs> and then um, sort of in response to I don't even know anymore. Uh, <laughs> listen to Pod Save America because at least you won't feel insane. They are this the This is what best. I like about these guys. They say what you're thinking. They give you tangible stuff to try. They interview people and ask them interesting questions all revolving around progressive democratic politics in a way that at least they break down like the current events and and give you some context so you're like i'm not insane this is horrible <laughs> like and we they can somehow find, I like I cannot second this one enough. When I saw this was on your listen list, I was like, "Oh my god, it's the best." They also have a way to find humor in the things that are so like like horribly atrocious that are happening. Like it makes you feel not crazy because you're right, you've got like this this like um uh this side to listen to where you're like yes that's true and you get a moment of like respite because you can really laugh hard at the things they're saying yes they are straight up hilarious 
Um, they're not politically correct. It's not like nobody's pussyfooting around. I really, really like it. Um, and I also, it you feel empowered when you listen to him. So it's not just like, oh, everything's going to hell and we're screwed. Yeah. You you listen to it and they give you some like better understanding of what's going on and also like, okay, so here's what we do next. Um, totally. So I like it if you are feeling stressed about Trump land. I highly recommend listening to Pod Save America. Yeah, I love them so much. I also love the way they do ads. If we ever get lucky enough to do ads on our podcast, I'd love to just fucking steal their format. <laughs> oh my god, it's so hilarious. I'm gonna have to get funnier though, because that one guy. <laughs> I know. John Lovett. What's up John with John Lovett is hilarious. <laughs> we can't be him, but we can try. Yeah, that's true. Maybe one we day can... we could meet him. <laughs> that would be awesome. Put it out there in the yeah. pod uh, universe. If uh, maybe maybe you could manifest it. I'll work on that. I, I don't know. <laughs> Love it's a big ask. I mean, I'm usually like a small animal. That's what's <laughs> what. <laughs> but we'll try. If you haven't heard our rant on manifesting, go back one episode. We really, yeah, I, I, you don't want to really mean about anyway. it. Yeah, sorry. It's good times. <laughs> All right, on to the next segment. Yes. Yes. Okay. Our next segment is a favorite of mine. It's hot fire like summer. <laughs> it's really rude it's jelly on my biscuit <laughs> all right what are you jealous of this summer okay um essentially i'm really jealous of people with good wardrobes mm, yeah. namely people who have cute well-fitting bathing suits and jeans oh you've like narrowed it down like those are your two are coveted the, items yes. because no, they are so irritating to shop for. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing worse than like even especially jeans. Now that they're skinny jeans, because you gotta like peel them off your calves. Ugh. Yeah, so you've gotta like wiggle your body into fourteen pairs. I, I and I. This is not like a jealousy of people who have a bikini body. I have seen the cutest, all different shapes and sizes, and the cutest bathing suits this summer. And I just like gave up and I'm just wearing my like stretched out J. Crew one from two years ago. Like I I'm over it. Well, it's because it's also like super duper hard to shop with kids, right? Like Yeah, no, and then you have to take your time off to go shop and like mm. I don't want to spend my couple hours of like me time or whatever wrangling myself into a hideous <laughs> bikini or you know bathing suit in a sweaty like fluorescent lid it's the worst like there's nothing good about it oh god I know see like <sighs> I would even I would even be like okay what about online shopping but I can say from my own experience that when I try on a swimsuit I try on approximately 37 of them before yes. <laughs> I find that one I like online I, I need like a separate credit card to just order enough. enough yeah just to order enough to just to find one that that you're like all right yeah, yeah that's like okay <sighs> I guess I'm okay with this I'd have a plan though when we get together next time and we walk down the street if you see somebody that you like their outfit I'm gonna run up and hold them down and <laughs> Where I'm not going to hurt that? them. I'm just going to hold them in place while you ask okay. them questions. And, and if they won't tell you, we can check their tags because I'm going to hold it down. Okay. Okay. That <laughs> might work. 
Okay. Yeah. God, I'm just over. I may maybe it's just that I'm jealous of people who are good at shopping because I just I don't like to do it and it's a pain in the butt and Mm. the stuff doesn't fit and I'm over it. So yeah, my same friend I was talking about earlier, Christine, the the you're you're writing a dissertation every summer friend. She's really good at shopping and she always has cute outfits on. I wish you could be my personal stylist. I would that maybe that's it. Maybe I'm just jealous of people who have enough money to have someone else shop for them. Oh, that'd be tight. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you come about it, but if you have a fabulous, well-fitting bathing suit and a great pair of jeans, I am so jealous. <laughs> Jelly on the biscuit. <laughs> All right. Yeah, mine is also summer themed. Okay. Nice. I'm jealous of people who can get a tan making me so mad (laughs) thank god you can't even go into the sun no and I like okay you know before I go on my rant here like I'm so so uh, grateful for the way my my episode of melanoma went down like I'm healthy I'm fine like I don't mind being pale it's totally okay But I just didn't really think through, like, once I got through the, like, intensity of all that, like, how hard it would be to, like, stay out of the sun all the time. It's really hard. And especially shooting weddings. I'm just, like, slathering sunscreen on every chance I can get. And then it's, like, getting on my lenses and stuff. Like, it's too intense, you know? Well, yeah. And plus, what are you supposed to do? Wear a giant hat when you can't do that with your camera? There's no way. My plus, like, yeah, no. My second shooter and I were talking about that on our last wedding. Like, if we could come up with an invention that was like a hat that you could wear while shooting and you didn't look like a dumbass and you didn't get in your way, we'd probably never have to shoot again. We'd probably just like, yeah, be wealthy. Have to. I'm kidding. I'd love it. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually do yeah, like yeah, a lot, that. But- that oh. sucks. How could it, we need to disrupt the hat market? Yeah, yeah. Let's disrupt that. Market. Totally. Yeah. And then also like, you know, just I'm not going to lie on the vanity front. Like I, I'm super jealous sometimes of people that can just like go out and get like a, a glistening even thing of color because I basically stand in the sun for 10 minutes and look like a splotchy clown nose. Like it's really bad. <laughs> not that bad oh my god i i will say this about meg meg and i um spent many a day on the beach together and i I learned pretty quick not to ask her if she wanted sunscreen (laughs) because i already had uh, like pounds of it on do you want some more uh, sunscreen on because you're looking like you're getting a little so fucking no i'm fine Meanwhile, like, like seriously, uh, what did my face and chest look like? But like a fucking pack of Kool Aid that's not watered down enough. Like I, oh, so, so frustrating. I'm jealous of you this summer. Carly gets the best tan, like in like ten minutes. <laughs> I do get a good tan. I, I, but here's the thing: I need it because it, you have to cover up all the like it. It's a good disguise for all your bad bits. <laughs> I know. If I when I got a spray tan, I was like. Yeah, like before I, uh, yeah, there's like a three hour window before you go orange where you just look like a like a golden goddess. (laughs) Oh my god, just walk around (laughs) go. Exactly. Um, 
No, you know, I don't know. Maybe as spray tan technology advances, I'll try again. But right now I'm just going to be pale or red. Ugh, they need to improve the spray tan technology. Let's disrupt that industry too. Yes, yes. <laughs> that and the hats. It's like a twofer. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Summer. Searing round of jelly on my biscuit. <laughs> okay, here's my very favorite uh, segment. Best worst thing. Yay. Okay, what's yours? Okay. I finally have a combo best worst thing. Yes. Remember how forever I was like, the best thing is and the worst thing is I never had one that joined together. I have one now. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, It's Safeway grocery delivery. (laughs) Oh, my God, because Safeway. Yeah, well, because Safeway, totally. But like, I I mean, who am I? What do you think I can order Whole Foods delivery? No, (laughs) no. Do they have that? Oh, yeah. Well, you can. There's a whole thing in the city called Instacart. Okay. They've disrupted the grocery industry? Sure. They don't we don't have that here. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I'm going to tell you why though. We need it here okay. because uh grocery delivery is the best thing ever in the city because like I think for people that live in more suburban or rural areas uh, hell hath no fury like a person that has to go to a fucking grocery store in the city on a Saturday or a Sunday I can only imagine or a weekday I evening hate it out here oh, in the burbs. Oh my god. So I can only imagine. There's not enough space in San Francisco for an adequate parking lot anywhere. So right. you have to like get ready. Like make sure you have car insurance, like you like make sure you're like jacked up enough to fight. Like it's really intense. Oh my god. Or you have to go there and like take a cab and then you got to carry all these groceries up all these flights of stairs. It's just it's hideous all around and it's busy and it's always they're running out of food it's like an apocalypse every time you go to the grocery store (laughs) it's pretty much (laughs) so i tried safeway grocery delivery and i was like okay this is pretty fucking rad they had some like special deal okay but then every bag they they bring you is like one of those heavy duty plastic bags like not even like a light this might only last on the earth for 25 years plastic bag this is like a your children's children's children will be dealing with this plastic bag. My God. And you don't have a choice. Like, you know, there's no, no yeah, like. It's just garbage island bag yeah, every time. Yeah, totally. Garbage. We're creating a new island off the coast. <laughs> so that made me sad. I was like, God damn it. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. My liberal guilt might get the better of me on that one. I just don't know if I can do that regularly. <laughs> right. That's um, rough. And then the other thing that's weird about it, I realized I've never shopped for groceries on a website before. There's probably Why people in yeah. San, there's people in San Francisco laughing at me. They're like, we've been doing this for a decade, you know? Yeah, yeah, right. I finally tried it out a week ago. Uh, I managed to get an entire $180 of groceries delivered to the house, and the only vegetable in there was green beans. Oops. <laughs> that's not normal like you grocery shopped with me for years like i always buy a bunch of vegetables of course you do i know the selection is limited in the online what you can buy but like what happened did i was i in a coma for 10 minutes like why do i have three cans of marinara sauce that i don't even cook with and like no vegetables that's stressful. Yeah, it went through See, like a I have weird a, My hole. online shopping stress is like I can't be having other people choose my vegetables for me. That just doesn't feel But I you don't... have you haven't been to a Safeway in San Francisco though. 
No, that's you. I, I would love grocery <laughs> delivery. I who are you kidding? I would love it. Hey, can you get like a CSA box and then do the other stuff? That would solve everything. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't done a CSA box in a while, but I had it for a couple years and I really liked it. You're right. Okay, so there you go. You do that and then you just get your other stuff from there. Yeah. That's that also will assuage some of the guilt. <laughs> um mine is home ownership. Uh, oh, because I love owning my house um, and renting here is completely out of control and it's super expensive and stressful. And I'm so, so grateful that I have a house that is mine and I don't have to deal with a landlord. And I love that, like, I can paint the walls any color and do whatever I want, except for, oh, I have to pay for all of that. Oh, God. Yeah. So the best thing is, like, I'm so lucky and I love having my house. Um, the worst is... Fuck, it's so frustrating to be like, I want to do this and I want to do that. And I can't because the stupid stove broke and I have to pay for that. Like, oh, it's no. it kind of feels like it's and we're I'm extra lucky because I don't have to pay a plumber or um, I don't have to pay for like tradesmen because my husband is um, a tradesman. So that's awesome. Like. Uh, so I could imagine it being even worse, but it's so frustrating to like scrimp and save because you've always wanted a Dutch door and then you have to buy some dumb thing instead. Wait, do you have a Dutch door now? No, because oh. I had to buy a, a stupid new stove. Oh, no. How it's much does a Dutch some... door cost? Like, that's insane. Can't we just saw a regular door in half and put one of those locks on? <laughs> entry, entry, nice entry doors are expensive, even if they're not Dutch. Are that's they just really? Kind of yeah, I mean, it's not like outrageous, but it's like, I don't have $700 lying around. Like, yeah, that's more than I thought it would be right there. Uh -huh. I was like, what's a good door? 185 I don't know. But then... <laughs> Yeah, no. no. <laughs> I mean, it is if you just go get like the metal Home Depot special or whatever, mm, but that's yeah. not going to cut it. That's so. definitely the approach our property management company takes. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. I, it's like, I, I really don't want to complain too much, but it's a little bit the worst sometimes when you're just like, God, this is all on me. And there's all these things I want to do. And it's so lucky that I can. Like, nobody's stopping me except for I have to pay for it. Yeah, there is like nothing quite like like a the the price tag of a remodel or something. My God, right? And and then there is a little bit like I mostly love owning a home, um, but there is a little bit of the like, well, I guess this is where we live now. Well, you have that a little bit with like the rent control. It's like you can't just move. Yeah, yeah, it would be. You so... can't just like up and like I'm no. tired of this place. I'm just gonna. If I so did, like all my friends would like beat the life out of me in the city they'd be like you yeah. just left that place like, yeah no 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 you just can't you yeah. can't leave unless you're like never coming back y yeah totally or you're planning to leave and create millions upon millions of dollars for yourself and then come back sure sure <laughs> right that's a good plan. that's a solid plan yeah I like that plan. <laughs> but yeah so it's a little bit like um frustrating mostly yeah. good but frustrating yeah i could see that I'm just going to paint the walls whatever color I want to now because they've been here 12 years and I just don't. I think they kind of forgot about us. I think that's fair. Yeah. They knock on wood. They forget about you because you 
I'm like 10 times about the rat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't. You're right. I'm going to wait on the paint color because I did log about 10 to 15 You're going to want to lie low. Yeah. <laughs> lie low for a hot second because I had to call the other day too and be like, so how about those outdoor traps they set? On to our final segment of the summertime, who are we kidding episode. What episode are we? 14? 14. Hey, I'm proud of us. Me we're, too. We're like not even preteen anymore right now. We're like no. full on teenager. Killing it. <laughs> Okay, I think we should give a little explanation on this one, right? Because we've only done it a handful of times, and it's really yeah. awesome. And it is called Don't Call It a Life Hack. <laughs> and Carla, I think you should give the explanation of it because you made it up and it's really funny and you're good at it. Okay, so I despise the term life hack because <laughs> I don't um, – it reminds me of like the maximum productivity. Like, get, <laughs> I don't know. It just – it also like uh, it inspires a, a desire to go viral. Like that's why people <laughs> use that term. So I just I on that alone it really bugs me. Um, but I love a good tip that's going to make your life easier. So that's what this is. So don't call it a life hack. Yes, and just the segment's to- not called call it a tip because that's creepy because <laughs> that's creepy because don't call it a life hack is funny yeah that's what we're... yeah life hack is obnoxious all right um <laughs> i think i should go first on this one because i bet yours is funnier okay i don't know <laughs> just from the brief description i'm glancing at on the page okay <laughs> all right um my don't call it a life hack this month is <laughs> i'm gonna go a twofer on the really obnoxious term here um, and use the word <laughs> accountability group. <laughs> I'm oh my sorry. God. Sorry. Dude. I think this is a life hack, Meg. I'm scared. It is. It's kind of a life hack. <laughs> I know. But 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 what happened was <laughs> a couple of my really good um, photo friends uh, got together this group of business owners. There's, most of us are photographers. There's like a graphic designer and um, a couple other people in there. But they... They made a little group that meets once a month and invited me into it. And basically, you know, we get together, like state out loud a goal that you want to meet. And then everyone shames you if you don't meet it next month. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And they're all they're all like super cool. I feel like really like honored and lucky and I've been totally having fun with them. And they all like kind of laugh at the term accountability group. But anyway, it's been super helpful. Like I said, the goal that I was going to get done last month. And because I don't want to embarrass myself in front of other people, like I actually am pretty much on track to meet it, which is very cool. That is like, so awesome. I kind of had to admit to myself, I guess the 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 tip here is that if you're like me <laughs> and you need an external deadline or like a, a pressure from something outside yourself because maybe really deep inside you're just kind of lazy. <laughs> That's not why. <laughs> no, I'm not lazy, but sometimes I'm just like. I don't know. There's so much to do. I could I could get to this later. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's really hard if you don't have someone like expecting something of you. Exactly. Yeah. But man, time can go by really fast. And then suddenly you haven't done anything on your website since 2013. So like, <laughs> it's I been it's really, really been helpful for me so far to like have them expecting me to pull something off. <laughs> Yay, that's Yay. awesome. Yeah, they're rad. <laughs> okay. Um, my don't call it a life hack is for all the parents out there. 
Um, this comes especially in handy during summer, but I highly recommend it <laughs> uh, 12 months out of the year. Make your kids work. <laughs> I think it was okay, guys. Because <laughs> here's the thing, like, at first, it's more trouble. Like, it's more of a pain in the ass to let your toddler help make a sandwich than mm. it is to just make the damn sandwich. Okay? But... Especially in the summer when you have a little more time and, uh, you know, so therefore hopefully a little bit more patience. You get them doing things like making their own lunch. Are you serious Pretty right now? soon you don't have to make lunch for your kids. It's like an activity for them. It's fun for them. Is Ro making lunch? Well, his big brother can totally make his lunch. I yeah, I would. Okay, Ro. I would totally. But his that. big brother can give him a help too. It's sort of like you know, but it's a lot easier to like slice up the cheese that's going to go on the sandwich and take the sharp knife away and let him smear mayo everywhere for a while than it is to like. <laughs> <laughs> damn, you know. damn, that sounds like a solid ass sandwich too. I'd eat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> he loves a good cheese sandwich. Mm. But then it is to like. I get, it gets really exhausting to make three meals a day every day. Oh, like you no. Just, uh-uh. You just look at them and go, like, you have to eat again? Like, oh, no. And then don't even get me started on the snacks because we've already been there. Yeah. But so get your kids working. T- today, they dusted everything in, like, a competitive fashion. So it's, like, extremely well tested. And then, like, um, Monday, we had tons of laundry. They folded all the towels. Was it, was it well folded? No. Did I have to fold it? Who no. Who gives a it's shit? Awesome. They're going to get unfolded as soon as you take them And off. it's an activity. <laughs> and, like, it's it's a win-win. And then I'm hoping that, like, since I've indoctrinated them into, like, this is just what we do and it's fun, that I'll get some mileage before it's like oh god you know yeah before that teenage time hits like used to it also this could be really cool i don't know what your like what your and jason's thought is on a like allowance and all that stuff but like what if it never even occurs to them that they get like a you know money for chores and they just do them well i'm yeah i i have a strong Here's my thing. There's no there's no allowance in my house at this point, but my oldest kid is seven. My feeling is the things that I ask them to do are just part of a household. I'm not I'm not making them do like huge dusting. Like, come on. This is just like you you made half the dust. Oh, but I'm like, don't even feel bad because I'm over here sitting thinking about like how many kids I could pop out and how old they'd have to be before I could teach them Lightroom editing. So yeah, I- <laughs> yes. So so here's my thing. I think someday if my kid could like do Lightroom editing, then I would pay them <laughs> for that. Okay. A small fee. Like if Jude's ever old enough to like watch Ronan, maybe I'll like pay him to babysit or something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. He kind of owes me <laughs> for all that cruise directing. But um <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, mostly I feel like um my kids don't want for things and there'll be an age where they need some money, but maybe it's just like, here's what you get because you're a kid and you can't earn money yet and you need a little bit of pocket money. Yeah. But like we do chores cause it's like part of being a family, like do your work. That's really cute and nice. And I like it. And I totally think kids should do activities. 
Yeah, it's like, you know, I think that's too, like, part of it is that I go into it with, like, we're going to fold, like, that's somehow fun. And they just, like, who can dust more? How much do you have to lie at that point? Or is it more fun because they're little and cute and they're, like, doing it? (laughs) Um, It's mostly just, like, so awesome that that's what they're doing right there. Like, it feel you feel like you won some sort of thing that you're not the only person folding. That I could see that there would be a certain level of like exuberance in that yeah. <laughs> in I mean, that accomplishment. I, I, it doesn't take much, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I I so get you if you're just like, there's no way I want to deal with like uh, wrangling my kids doing chores when they're little. But I will say, if you put in the time, like my seven year old is like a really good helper, and my three year old's already on track, like get them to work, get them working. That's awesome. I, I really like that. Don't call it a life hack. Okay, cool. Get them working, and then later on, when they hit a wall and they find that they can't do something of their own volition, they can bring in other people to hold them accountable for it. Perfect. And Perfect. they can shame them when they don't get done. We've taken your children through a full childhood into adulthood parenting scheme. You're welcome. You're you're so welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. Just keep on listening to Who Are We Kidding? We totally know what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yay. Well, that wraps episode 14. We hope you have awesome summer plans. Share them with us. Um, We are online, all the social medias at KiddingCast, and our website is whoarewekidding.com. Yeah, and if you go out and you find amazing fitting bathing suits and super well-fitting jeans, please let us know. Because otherwise, like I said, I'm going to have to hold people down in the street and get answers. Yeah. So please, please help o- us out. You're only helping your own brethren. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Happy summertime. Yay. Happy summer. Bye. I don't know what poundage is. I don't understand. I ended up with three pounds of strawberries. There's only two Whoa. of us. <laughs> <laughs>